Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on this 30th day of October 2019. She's a Wednesday. Right smack dab in the middle of the week, the day before Halloween. Big J, any big plans? Yeah, a podcast. Nice. Me too. Morning after the movies podcast. I won't even be able to hand out candy to the kids because I've got responsibilities for work. Do kids come to apartments for I don't uh, know. candy? I don't think so. It literally has been 13 years since I've lived in an apartment. But I mean, there are children in my apartment complex. There's no doubt about that. So one would think that they would go trick-or-treating, right? Just going to leave a bowl outside? No. No. Oh. No, because right next to, because again, although I will say this, <laughs> I posted like four months ago, the apartment across from me had like these rotting old flip-flops that were just left outside for like months. <laughs> Those were finally picked up, but replaced by a huge puddle of spilled shake, like strawberry shake or something like that. Oh, and, delicious. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I wonder how long it'll take before that gets cleaned up. Uh, I'm guessing never. I'll move out before it's cleaned up. But uh, either way, I don't. I don't think I will leave out uh, the uh, the thing because I don't trust anybody as far as I can throw them. And I've got like a bowl. And, oh, just one bowl. Yeah, well, Poor guy. Know, bachelor life. And so, uh, and so, <laughs> I'll need that for my children's cereal. And I don't want it to be stolen. Make them share a bowl. God. No, no, no. One only one eats cereal. The other one doesn't eat cereal. Okay. So don't worry about it. You did uh, children. Uh, I'd strike it. But uh, either way, it is one of those deals where I probably won't. I probably won't. And what are you gonna do? You've got uh, you've got other people in your house that can leave, that can still hand out candy. Or do you, the wife's working, right? So no, she's she's uh, taking her uh, work in day work day that day. So uh, yeah, I don't know what the, they're gonna do. So no candy probably in your house too, huh? We'll find out. My God. Well, no. I my my guess is you probably won't. I don't think you'll care enough to ask, to be perfectly honest. And Not so, my problem. Right. That's exactly that's exactly what I figured you filed that under. So, uh, you know what? If you are handing out candy to the kids, good. As you should keep that all the way up. And kids, go out and be safe tomorrow night. Uh, and for those of you that don't want to avoid it, uh, maybe you can watch uh, Terminator Dark Fate like we're going to do tomorrow night instead of handing out candy. Uh, either way, today on the show, Big J has a movie review for us. Speaking of movies, that's a review two days in a row. Uh, Big J watch uh, a Simulate. Did I get that right? Yep. Okay. And uh, he'll give you a review of that. On top of that, we also have a chance for you to win money at 8.30 today. And we have tickets. Tickets to our free egg show, which is just a few short days away. Two now, to be exact, and additional fun. But it all gets started with important stuff. <laughs> Stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Razor and body brand Billy is known for challenging outdated beauty standards when it comes to women's body hair. And so now they are launching several different campaigns that help normalize body hair on women as natural and beautiful. And now their latest campaign is encouraging women to participate in Movember. Movember, of course, starts up in two days. It's a charitable movement that challenges people to grow a mustache to raise money for prostate cancer awareness. Brand has created an ad campaign encouraging women to grow their facial hair and vowed to match 100% of contributions to its Team Billy Movember campaign, upwards of $50,000. 
They note the money helps Movember fund groundbreaking work in prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. So now they're encouraging ladies to grow mustaches, Big J. How say you? Uh, great. Yeah. Teach their own, I suppose. If it's all charity. Who cares? Um, and hopefully you have a good time doing it. It's not like you have to do a whole lot of work, to be perfectly honest. You know, you just have yeah, to not work. do something. <laughs> you just have to not do something in order to participate. Uh, and so there is an opportunity for you to do that if you like. So, ladies, check out the Billy Brand Movember team if you're like, you know what? I'm going to grow out a mustache. Let's get this on. And you raise money for a fantastic cause, and you can take part as well. There's nothing wrong with that. Washington Nationals defeated the Houston Astros 7-2 last night. So just like Big J predicted on this very program yesterday, there will be a Game 7 in the World did Series. Did I predict that? Yes. I don't remember. Yes, you did. You said that the the, uh, the home team hasn't won a game yet, so you thought there would be a Game yeah, 7. Yeah, sorry, Astros. You're going to lose. Uh, do you still think? Uh, well, I guess I'll give you. I'll, I'll let you predict it tomorrow. I won't I won't put you on the spot today. I'll give you a full 24 hours well, to think Verlander's about it. Well, not going to be playing, so there's a good chance the Astros will win. Well, uh, you know, they do have Garrett Cole, who pitched pretty well in Game 4 for the Astros, which I'm guessing is who they'll go with. Well, I doubt he'll start. He's not no. start. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it'll, no, be, uh, it'll be three days rest, so he might be able to. It's been ha- it's happened before. I mean, the Diamondbacks did it on two days rest with Randy Johnson, so it wouldn't be the first time. College athletes will be able to benefit from the commercial use of their names and images. Under a new ruling from the NCAA, the change allows student-athletes to make endorsement deals for the first time ever and profit on their athletic superstardom before they turn pro. Uh, all this means to me is there's a very real possibility that we're going to have a college football video game again, which makes me very, very happy. That's the first thing everybody wanted to start talking about. Well, of course. The exact, yeah. Well, no, I, but it's going to take three years to make that game. Maybe, man. I mean, all you have to do is put another... I mean, you still have... It's not like it's the very first time they've ever done it. There's a bunch of coding that was done from the last football games. They just haven't ripped it out in a while. You throw a new wallpaper on it, and you're good to go. I mean, are any of the game... I mean, really, the the controls are the same as Madden. It's just a different recruiting tool. No. No, no, no. uh, No, none of that. It, It takes a lot longer than that to put together a video game. Even if you're using some of the stuff from uh, the the Madden games, it's you just can't build it out of that. Why not? Because it's much more complicated. It takes years to develop these video games now. Well, years. Well, yeah, but you even they're even, releasing a new Madden every nine months. Okay, but still, it's going to take years to get the just. Trust me on that. Okay. I mean, it takes six years to get another Grand Theft Auto well, game. Yeah, again, but they're they're building that and, and writing it and coming up with a plot from scratch and coming up with missions from scratch. They, they, it's not like they're rebuilding an entire building here. It's a game that they've made before that they're just going to release again. Unfortunately, we're years away from another NCAA game. But you're right, because they. I mean, it, the ruling just came down yesterday. They got to figure out how the hell they're going to pay these kids and how much they're going to do it. It's not. We're not a year away. You're absolutely right but i'm just saying they could turn it around faster if they wanted to but i do believe they're gonna have to figure all this stuff out and how much money he's gonna have to change hands and what school's charging what and all sorts of happy horse bleep before we're there big j i don't think we're gonna see anything game of thrones uh else on television ever again uh the big deal was they had a naomi watts led game of thrones prequel project which was set to start airing on hbo here in the next year but apparently after filming the pilot they decided not to go forward with it 
Jane Goodman was directing the pilot, which was shot over the summer. The story was set to follow the Age of Heroes, the first ever battle between man and White Walker thousands of years before the Wars of Dragons, of, of you know, the whole uh, Khaleesi and uh, Jon Snow timeline. Goldman reportedly emailed the cast to share the news. She and George R.R. R. Martin penned the project, which reportedly focused on issues of power and intrigue and race as well. Project was among of several GOT spin-off series greenlit by HBO. News recently worked uh, uh, broke that the network is nearing a deal to think about a second pilot, but now that one's up in the air as well. That one's going to focus on the Targaryen kings before the events of the Game of Thrones series. But this one apparently just wasn't good enough to go to series. So, wow. I know. I know. You had star power. You have a brand that people enjoy. And still, they think it's not good enough. And they're the people that let the last season happen. I know. I wonder, do you think it's the dragons that people are all into? Oh, definitely. The dragons are, are badass. Right. They totally Also are. the most difficult and expensive part of the series, I'm right. sure. But it's all, all this stuff is set centuries before that. So I wonder if people are just not going to give a bleep because it doesn't have that stuff in it that we like. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think this might be, I think because of the way the series ended, I think it just sucked away all the momentum from Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? And I just don't think people are going to be that into it anymore because it ended so disappointingly. It really did. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. That is Bush. That is Mouth. That was your Send Nude song of the day here on 100.3. The X Rocks. Yesterday, right around this time, Radio's Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you. As part of streaming, dumbass, it was a horror movie just in time for Halloween called Assimilate. How was it, Big J? Assimilate. I ate. Um, let's see. Let's put this in perspective. There's nobody in this movie you ever heard of. They're all pretty young and uh, up and coming, I guess, if you want to put it that way. A chance for them to uh, make a name for themselves. And this movie is, I mean, it's a little bit of uh, Slither, which uh, we love, Nick. Uh, a little bit of The Faculty and thrown in with some Cloverfield. Whoa. So it's a real hodgepodge here because what you've got is uh, obviously the name Assimilate. Uh, they're being assimilated by uh, an alien species in this town. And it's like body snatchers, right? Yeah, body snatchers, exactly. And the reason I, I, I kind of liken it to faculty is because you're dealing with a small town and, you know, high school kids. Uh, the, the main characters here, um, you've got uh, two kids, Zach and Randy. They're, they've got a YouTube uh, page. You know, so it's a very modern point of view. So that's where the Cloverfield Park comes in. Gotcha. Um, as as they're kind of, uh, you know, using that device to move the story forward. And um, one of them has got the hots for uh, this young lady uh, named Kayla. So uh, she becomes part of it. And, and basically it's trying to tell who's been snatched and who hasn't. And trying to get somebody to believe them. That kind of whole thing. And you've got uh, some, you know, the scares here and there. And some of the kind of like, oh, gross assimilation moments uh, that you could expect from a movie like this and was there was there like a body snatchers moment where they were all coming together to try to get these three people i mean i don't yeah it, it, and it gets even weirder than that okay. because uh then they they ultimately uh, oh i don't want to ruin a movie so maybe i shouldn't even though i'm not going to approve this movie I'd, I actually, during the entire time, I was like, man, I want to go back and watch The Faculty. I just love that movie. Man, it's so, been so long since I've seen that. Yeah, it's a, uh, for me, it's a classic, and uh, it's been a couple years since I've seen it, but uh, I would like to go go back. and, and uh, I mean, there's some great characters in that movie. Usher, Famke Jansen. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. 
Uh, so anyways, uh, approved is the faculty, assimilate is not. Uh, just a standard horror trope that's not up your alley or too young I just, and... I just think that, you know, I mean, obviously it's tough. It's going to get tougher and tougher as time goes on to, to come up with some original kind of, you know, material for things like this. So, yeah, I get the idea. You want to come at the uh, the whole uh, body snatching from another point of view, and they, they do their best to do that, but it just didn't take for me. I, I didn't find it, you know, that uh, thrilling or anything that was that mind-blowing um, part of it, so... Do you ever get the motivation behind the body snatchers? Like, do you know why they're doing it? Do you get to figure out why the aliens are taking over the bodies? Is it just to take over the planet? Uh, I mean, you don't get that kind of that kind of conclusion in this movie. No, it's just happening, and yeah, they have to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, there's no motivation behind it. Yeah, though. no, That's dumb. Uh, so, a simulation is not Big J approved? Not approved. Lots of horror movies on Netflix these days, guys, especially around this time of year. Big J says that's one to skip. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. We're getting there, Big J. We're getting there. We're edging over towards the right direction. The United States Department of Agriculture announced a change yesterday that will, in effect, Establish hemp as a federally recognized crop in the United States of America, as well as address regulatory concerns in the process. Now, the new administrative rule will change how the state of Idaho has to handle hemp production and transportation through the state. Now, the state of Idaho itself still bans production and transportation of hemp, but this new rule will address a lot of the concerns raised by legislators about hemp production. So, the USDA is going to take the lead regulating hemp growers and production to ensure what's labeled as hemp and what a business claims it is. So right away, Big J, Brad Little jumped on this and issued a statement. He said, quote, we expected new federal rules to address the transportation of hemp across state lines, but from the start, I've stated that we need to make sure the production and shipping of industrial hemp is not a front to smuggle marijuana around the state. He says, I'm reviewing the federal rules closely with my team. We're building a plan to protect your health, Big J. You mean the other states that have decided that, you know what, it might be best uh, for everybody's health that if medical marijuana is legal and accessible to people? Wait, you mean like every state around us, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Including, you know, uh, a country north of us? Yeah. So he's freaking out because, you know, not too long ago, don't forget, they arrested a trucker for transporting him. Yeah, it was a a big deal, man. And so now this thing looks like it's going to be legalized throughout the United States of America, and they got to figure out a plan. I'm not sure what that plan is going to be, but again, I don't don't understand why it's important to be the last state. I don't either, but I continue to say, unless it it is legalized throughout the United States... Idaho will be the very last state stand. I mean, it can only benefit the state financially. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. And uh, and I'll tell you what, it's amazing to me how many people feel the same way. There's a reason why these people are in power. I mean, I'm telling you, man, uh, if you want to give up on humanity, just follow, I, pick a news station around town and follow a story. Any story that has anything to do with, uh, with this or any kind of politics, and it'll make you want to just give up on humanity honest to god and then you realize oh my god these are my neighbors what am i what have i done <laughs> and so it doesn't matter what state you're in by the way it's just the way that it is 
And so it is one of those deals where whenever this comes out, I always see like a story with one of the news stations that posted, and then I read the comments, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> really? There's shrivs everywhere. Is all I'm trying to say, Big J. They are omnipresent, uneducated people, Correct. mostly. That's usually what it boils down to, uh, because it's the devil's lettuce. Do you understand? And and that's what it's all attached to. So uh, either way, there are some changes happening on a nationwide level that is going to impact the state. Uh, but trust me when I say that everybody's going to do everything I can, uh, they can, to make sure that the state is impacted as little as possible. And uh, it's a, still a sad and story state of affairs, but that's where we are. Nationals defeated the Houston Astros 7-2 to last night. That means there will be a Game 7 in this year's World Series, and that is happening tonight. You have Zach Grinke against Max Schuzer, Big J. Uh, do you like the Nationals to take the away game again, or do you like the Astros? Hey, let's roll with the, the away team. Okay. College athletes will be able to benefit from the commercial use of their names and images. The NCAA has ruled that changes allow student-athletes to make endorsement deals for the very first time, which is a step in the right direction of these people that have been making uh, billions and billions of dollars for colleges to finally actually cash in on some of their talents as they're going to school, which are you, we never really talked about this. Are you for or against this? Um, yeah, I think, it, I think it's probably, it, it's not fair. I mean, you know, with, for the college athlete who's uh, under scholarship, it's not fair versus the other um, types of scholarships there are and what those kids can do. Like yeah. if you have a music, uh, if you're majoring in music and you have a music, uh, um, Scholarship. Scholarship. You can go and you can profit off of that. Uh, and and But it, with a college athlete, you can't even have a damn part-time job. Yeah. So it's just has always been unfair, and I think it's time to fix that. On the other hand, this also isn't necessarily – I mean, this is going to be the rich keep getting richer because, you know, clearly now with the NCAA coming and saying, all right, we're going to fix this up, so we're going to be a part of this whole thing, um, you know, the bigger, higher, you know – profile schools are going to get the higher profile athletes that have a better opportunity to be able to help make them that money. Yeah. Because it's not the schools paying the kids uh, the money. They're not being paid the money. But, I mean, the more exposure that you have, the more chances you have of making that money. So, it's uh, again, you know, it, it, nothing is going to change ultimately on the recruiting process. It might make it even more difficult for some smaller colleges. Luckily, here at Boise State, you know, pretty high profile when you get down to it of the group of five schools because, I mean, listen, half the games are on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it will. I mean, it's one of those deals with the the more exposure you can get on television, the more attractive it's going to be, the more a possibility for endorsements are yours. And so, they yes, that 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 does make sense that that that, that may happen. But again, you know, you're just being ignorant if you don't think this is kind of happening already, especially at the bigger schools, as it has been proven time and time again that most of the draft picks that you're familiar with have stories, be it Cam Newton or Reggie Bush or any of that stuff, of of the the nice little uh, extra things they would get to go to college. It's just the way that it is. This just makes it a little bit more above board and and an opportunity for everybody to be a little bit more transparent and not have the schools profit on this stuff as much as it's just the students, which makes more sense to me. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, through the other program, the way it was before, basically the school would get paid or they would find a way to, you know, transfer that money through or whatever the case may be. Now it's just a direct exchange of goods, probably the way it should be. Big J, can I interest you in, in some Metallica socks? 
Yeah, sure, man. I love socks. Metallica, God, I hope so, has uh, released a new line of socks along with Stance. The Metallica-branded products include designs based on the band's albums, Kill Em All, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets. Band said in a statement, check out our latest collaboration. Uh, This time, it's a sock icon, Stance. Eight different styles, including a mix of performance and casual options, plus something for the kids, too. According to the Times, the stance features socks with wild patterns and colors that cost as much as $50 a pair. The company has grown to over $100 million in revenue. Nearly three three years ago, they released a line called Legends of Metal. They feature designs that were approved by Slayer, Motorhead, and Iron Maiden. The new socks are the latest item in a recent spree of branding by Metallica, which has included surfwear, whiskey, watches, and more. You have the watch. You have the whiskey. Do you have the surfwear? No. Okay. But you do want to get the socks, yes? Sure. Okay. Would you pay fifty dollars a pair? Hopefully, the sock fetish store carries it. <laughs> Would you pay fifty bucks a pair for no. socks? No, man. Well, even Metallica socks? No. All right. What's the highest you're going to pay for these socks? Eight dollars. There's no. There. I promise you, they're more. I bet you they're twenty bucks a piece. Eight dollars per sock? No, no, no. Twenty bucks for the pair. But there's eight pair now. You have to collect them all, like Pokemon. I mean, I'm not the kind. I mean, I've never got into the whole sock thing, so. No, but you have got into the whole Metallica thing. That's what makes it different. Yeah, sure. You know? It's not like you're a watch collector either. Well, to either. be fair, both of those things were gifts. That's true. You don't spend any of your own uh, money. On yeah, so I would... Uh, <laughs> thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Rob and Aaron. So if you want to get uh, on Big J's good so, side, buy him some Metallica so socks. So I would... Yeah, I would take some Metallica socks. God, man. It's not my fault. Morning after. Don't get mad at me. I, I'm not mad. It wasn't my idea. I'm not mad. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Here's traffic. I'm like the recruited student. Athlete. It's true. People want to buy Big J's friendship. And they just know what he likes. And then I just tell him to go to hell. It's true. You, you, It's it's not. uh, Now you're right. Now that I'm thinking about it, you're not nice to these people at all. Yeah. So, you know, it's all on them. You're all in abusive relationships with Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves a little bit of fun. That is, we're going to hell. Hold on tight for that. But first, inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center, we go. Brought to you by Your Health Idaho. On 100.3, the X rocks. They did it, Big J. Oh! What they we, do? We head to China for today's We're Going to Hell story. They did it. They were able to finally have the oldest person in the country give birth. Oh, no. <laughs> a 67-year-old woman in China has become the oldest person in the country to give birth after she had a baby girl. 67 years old, Big J. God. I mean, that's almost 70. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. The woman is a retired nurse. Uh, her name is Tian. She had her baby via C-section at the Zuzong Maternity and Child Health Hospital in the Shandong province on Friday. Tian, who underwent unspecified traditional Chinese fertility treatments, what do you think those contain? I have no idea. I mean, unspecified traditional fertility treatments. Either way, she became the oldest person in the country to give birth. The old record? A 64-year-old woman who gave birth... In the Jillian Promise in 2016. And oh, by the way, if you want to guess, is that 64-year-old still alive? Just uh, three years later? No. Nope, she sure isn't. Oh, Mom. Tian and her husband named their new daughter Tian C, which translates to given by God, Big J. 
It's not her first kid either. Uh, she has two children that are adults. One that is 50 years old and one that is 55 years old. And now she Jesus. has a newborn. She has multiple children. She's a children. machine. She has multiple grandchildren, four great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. The youngest is two, and now that great-great-grandchild has got... I mean, what does that make it? Like a great-great-aunt that's younger than her? I have no idea. I don't understand I mean, I didn't, wanna, I didn't even want to come up with a solution. Tian's husband, Huang, says both parents are in very good health. And said, you know what? Our plan is to live until we're 110 years old each so we can watch our daughters grow up. Isn't that nice? It's so wonderful. It's a sweet plan. I mean, listen, it's great. How, how long do you plan to live till? 95. All right. So why don't you have a kid? Give it another Good. shot. Because I, I want to live in peace. I got two kids. It's enough. Now, as much as uh, China is celebrating the birth of this child because... It's the oldest woman in the country to do it. Still not the world record holder for the oldest mother. Uh, that belongs to Aramadi Manguama of India. She gave birth to twin girls at the age of 74. Any guess as to uh, how long she lived after that happened, Big J? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. No. No, she's still alive. Oh, just, good for her. It, it just happened it's last good. year. Oh. Uh, but she's still kicking and around, and here's hoping that, uh, listen, I hope they live to 110. Oh, yeah, bless them. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't wish ill things on them. I'm just saying, I just don't think it's fair to the kid. I mean, every day's a roll of the dice, you understand? Yeah, and then I, they I think guess that's true for everybody, but they still. they get confused and call you grandma. Right. <laughs> Mom? Mom? Why can't why Daddy my, come to the Why dance? did my mommy leave me here with my grandparents? Ouch. Oh, no, no. I gave birth to you when I was almost 70, you understand? No. No, Mom, I don't understand. Why? Why no, would you do that? No, Why? Because now I, I'm just out of diapers and I'm changing yours. What's happening? Mom? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few short minutes, everything you already knew is confirmed when it comes to Halloween. Details next on the X-Rock. Red Hot Chili Peppers, other side here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Trick-or-treating fires up uh, tonight, Nampa tomorrow, down in the old Treasure Valley for the kids. And if you still haven't purchased yourself some candy, it is an idea that maybe you want to stay away from a particular kind. And it's always nice to have validation. You don't always need it, because your opinion is your opinion. But it's always nice when you go, yeah, see, I was right, I told you. And uh, yeah. it's officially been done. There's a website called CandyStore.com. Now, CandyStore.com is the number one online seller of candy. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard of that either. But they have surveyed 400,000 of their own customers. They also factored in numerous data lists from websites like BuzzFeed, Business Insider, Huffington Post, and Bon Appetit, all of which are legitimate websites. And they have documented what they say is the most comprehensive and detailed candy survey in the history of candy surveys, I guess. Basically, they talk to a lot of people. And the worst, hands down, trick-or-treating Halloween candy that you could give out is, Big J? Candy corn. Of course it's candy corn. It's what we've been saying for years. It tastes like hot garbage and nobody should eat it ever. 
and it smells worse. But uh, people continue. I mean, there are defenders of it, of course, to each their own. But by far and away, it has been uh, by the most elaborate candy study ever put together. Candy corn has been named the worst trick-or-treat candy or Halloween candy of all time. Uh, basically, candy from those lists got the absolute best or worst. You could receive 10 points. And basically, the uh, the worst would get one point. And there were plenty of contenders, but candy corn beat them all out. By the way, last year's winner for this survey, uh, which included 200,000 less people, is where Circus Peanuts won. And Circus Peanuts... And I was like, I didn't even know what those were. They slipped to number two. So they doubled the amount of people they talked to and found out that candy corn was worse. Uh, although a lot of people might not be into it, the sweet is still a favorite a handful of states. Rounding out the least favorites, coming in at number three were Bit of Honey. Do you like those? Bit of Honeys? Uh, no, I don't really... Uh, number four, Good and Plenty's. You like that? No. Nope. Uh, Licorice, you like that? That came no, in number no, five. I like Mr. Goodbar. That's it. Uh, Smarties were six. Tootsie Rolls were seven. Uh, Nico Wafers were eight. Wax Coke Bottles, nine. Uh, peanut Butter Kisses, which again are different than Peanut Butter Cups. There's like the, That's like Peanut Butter Taffy. Came in at uh, number nine. And then, of course, uh, that rounds out the top ten basically for you. So, it is the worst of the bunch. And the good news is you don't see a whole lot of these anymore. I mean, these were like uh, candies when we were kids. You know what I mean? Uh, there's not a lot of candy corn given out too much anymore. Uh, not a lot of wax Coke bottles that you see out there. Uh, certainly, I mean, maybe you'll find a Tootsie Roll or a Smarty in there from time to time. But good and plenties are gross. Maybe some Twizzlers. But that's about it. And I would say Twizzlers are different than licorice anyway. I mean, yeah, they're licorice. But I'm talking about when I think licorice, I think it's the black licorice kind of stuff. Yeah. That, that, which I'm surprised you don't like, because it's got a very like Jaeger. yeah, very Jaeger taste to it. But uh, either way, those are the ones you want to stay away from tonight and tomorrow night. If you're handing it out or you're going to the store and you still need to do it, but candy corn tops it all as well. It should, correct, Big J? Yes. Candy corn is an abomination. Morning after with Nick and Big J uh, coming up in a few minutes. We got to get you all qualified for the fun that is some cash, maybe. Uh, the all cash twenty five thousand dollar X double dare is on the way. Imagine, Big J, if you could binge watch your favorite shows, but 50% faster. Yeah, it's called Fast Forward. Netflix has been quietly... time. Streaming dumbass. But you don't really... You can't pick up the audio or anything. Ah, who needs that? No, no. Wait, what happened to the integrity you said you had yesterday? That was a lie. Netflix has been quietly testing this particular option. Uh, It's only available on their mobile app. And it is spotted on the feature of Android version of the app recently that allows users to speed up or slow down playback without muting the volume. The feature is very similar to what audiobook apps already have and is used by some to consume more content quickly. Now, I, I have fully admitted I have never listened to an audiobook in my life. You have. Have you used the speed up option? No. No? How does it even work? Well, basically, it makes them read it faster. Oh, you know, like, yeah, it's like, like chipmunk kind of thing. And so you, you get to through Apparently, it Apparently, it's not supposed to affect the pitch. Just go faster? Like, da 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 Yeah, yeah, it's from what I was uh, reading. And I was like, you know what? I would have no interest in watching something this way. Several directors voiced their concern on Twitter as well. And Aaron Paul. And Netflix, he was- yeah, he was pissed. Netflix responded by saying the feature's only being tested. It may not become a permanent feature on Netflix. Later statement said, we've been sensitive to creator concerns and haven't included it on bigger screens, in particular TVs, in this test. 
We have no plans to roll any of these tests out in the short term. And whether we introduce these features for everyone at some point kind of depends on the feedback we receive. I feel like... I'm not sure... At first, I was like, is there anything we can do to actually shorten our intention spans more than they already are? But this would do it. <laughs> I mean, right? This would do it. I'm not sure we need to shorten our attention spans any more than they already are. Yeah, why are we even creating stuff like this? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's different because, I mean, all of us can process information differently. So if you're reading a book or it's a textbook or something, I suppose it, it having the faster option can work for you in particular points but i'm not sure it's supposed to be done for content that you're supposed to be doing on your own time for something that you enjoy you know what i mean yeah i, I don't think it makes any sense but it whatever. Uh, that being said i mean although i can't imagine getting used to it uh for those of you that saw el camino the uh, the breaking bad movie on netflix they do like this five minute thing before the movie that you can skip past if you want, but it essentially is a recap of the entire series of Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's and great. It, it I, does I, a pretty good job. It was a great job. way for me to catch up. It does. It, I mean, it, it doesn't leave out ever. I mean, it leaves out a lot of things, obviously, but it gives you all the prevalent information that you would need, and or it's a very also a very nice refresher course if maybe you haven't visited the series in a long time. Love Breaking Bad. It would not. I, I shame on you for even saying that. I would not. I would not recommend that be the way that you, uh, you know, introduce yourself to the series. But it is a cool little thing. But that's different. It wasn't. It wasn't high sped. It wasn't sped up. It was five minutes of cuts of things that gives you the details that you needed for the show. Get ready for Game Seven. The Nationals defeated the Astros last night, seven to two. Game Seven tonight in the World Series. We will decide ourselves a World Champion between the Nats and Astros. Big J likes the Nationals tonight. We'll see if it all plans out. And college athletes will be able to benefit from their commercial use of their names and images under a new ruling for the from the NCAA. Change allows student athletes to make endorsement deals for the first time. Are you ready for those Hank commercials for car dealerships across the Treasure Valley, Big J? Oh man, please bring it on, man. Sky is set to renew output deal with HBO. HBO is starting to really kind of cash in on this stuff. Uh, we were talking about it off the air, but they just signed a deal where they were going to be the exclusive streamer for Rick and Morty and South Park. This HBO Max that they're doing. So uh, they're starting to spend some money on some properties that already has Seinfeld and Friends, too. And so they're not messing around, man. They want people to come there for uh, repeat offerings of their favorite television shows and new content. Sky is the company that made uh, Chernobyl, the dramatic series on HBO, which cleaned up at the Emmys this year and uh, and everybody was really impressed with. So they are uh, joining together in a billion-dollar deal for programming for the next five years. Uh, Sky will work with HBO, the over-the-air property, as well as HBO Max, although details are to be determined. It's just basically a uh, creative deal that they can do whatever they want to do. I hope our agent's on it. <laughs> do we have an agent? No. Uh, we should probably get one. Not now! Morning After with Nick. You ruined that whole thing. And Big J. Uh, well, listen, the, 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 I guess we're, we're putting our services out there, right? Yeah. If somebody wants to represent us in any negotiating deals. We're ready. We would, we would like to have the uh, the show available as the only morning show available on HBO Max. Big J has an idea for uh, a simulcast of the show on HBO Max. He's got the idea for a uh, reality show based on a morning show on a radio station. And he has the creative idea for uh, Morning After the Movie, I believe. Yeah, right? yeah. And let's not forget this game of the morning after. Well, they might be getting out of that business, so we should probably House scrap Nick that idea. versus House J. <laughs> Who will win? 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, your chance to win some money with the Double Dare. Let's play the all-cash $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. Yeah, let's. The idea here is to have an ex-listener win as much money as possible. In this particular case, it is $200. We have Caller X on the phone with us right now. His name is Ben. Good morning, man. How are you? How you doing? We're hanging in there, dude. We would like you to win some cash. Big J's going to offer you up a couple of categories. You have to tell us which one you feel stronger in, okay? Yep. Comedy Central shows or NBA basketball? It's going to be, sir. Uh, let's do Comedy Central. All right, brother. Good luck. All right, your $50 question coming at you. Craig Kilborn, John Stewart, and Trevor Noah have all hosted this Comedy Central news show. Uh, daily show? Right. Excellent. That is $50 in your pocket. You have an opportunity to go double or nothing for 100 bucks. Keep in mind the questions do get just a little bit harder as we move on. Yeah, I'll try it. Double or nothing. All right, dude. All right. This Comedy Central cartoon has officially been renewed through season 26, making it the longest-running show on the network. South Park. Right. That is $100, <clears throat> man. With authority. Good job, Ben. Okay, so now you got the hardest question of the bunch, but it is worth $200. If you are confident enough in Comedy Central shows, you can go forward. What do you think? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. All right, dude. All right. I, f- I have faith in you. Uh, for 200 bucks, this comedian just celebrated his 10th year of p- playing viral video clips and making fun of them in this .0 version of himself. Daniel Tosh. Yeah, yeah, dude! Good job! You're an expert! 200 bucks is yours. That's how it works. Good job, Ben. Hang on one second, dude. We're going to hook you up with that money. There you go. Comedy Central Show expert. I like that very much. That is how it should go. So listen at 1230 today to Jason Drew, 430 today to Adam for your chance to win yourself some cash. That's exactly how we'd like it to go. Everybody should win that kind of money. There you go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll give you some tickets with some Pop Culture Smackdown. That's next on the X-Rock. All right. Let's do some Pop Culture Smackdown, Big J. What is the prize? Oh, okay. Thanks. Uh, glad for you to jump in there. We've got tickets to the Aquabats and People Mover. That show is coming up real close here, November 8th at the Dating Factory. Uh, looking forward to those guys uh, making a return. People Mover, of course, uh, did a free show for us. Aquabats, unheralded as one of the greatest bands ever, according to you, my friend. It's true. You love them. Uh, we also have tickets to our free X show Friday. Friday night, you have no excuse. Other than not having a ticket right now, we're going to take care of that. We'll get you in to see Wilson. We've got uh, Silent Theory from Spokane. We've got Basement and Meridian Movement. So, heck of a prize package here for you. And uh, we're going to focus today, again, on Halloween movies for Pop Culture Smackdown. Should be easy, as uh, I've discovered over the last couple of days. I don't know a whole lot of horror trivia. I'm not a big horror movie fan. So it yeah, is a, it's a, ridiculous. It is a area of weakness for me, for sure. As uh, I uh, I haven't watched a lot of them, and uh, the ones that I have watched, I don't retain hate, a lot of you hate You hate Halloween. Uh, I don't hate Halloween at all. I just uh, I find horror movies aren't usually uh, worth rewatching. Once I've seen it, I kind of just let it go out of my head is the problem. But uh, easy win today for those of you that would like to play. 208-287-1003 is the phone number if you want to take part in a little thing we call Pop Culture Smackdown. Good luck to you. Let's get a contestant. Good morning, The X. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Benny. All right, Benny. Good luck. What was the name of the camp from Friday the 13th? Was it Camp Crystal Lake, Camp Butcher Point, or Camp Kilowatchee? 
Camp Crystal Lake. Right. There you go. Great. Good job. Uh, Nick, in uh, which horror movie does the main character write a book that contains only one line? All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Repeated over and over. That one I remember. It would be The Shining. Oh, good job. Good right. Job. Uh, what was Jason Voorhees' weapon of choice? Was it a machete, a spear, or a rope? A machete. Right. Good, good job. Uh, Nick, what was the very first horror movie nominated for an Oscar? Oh, God almighty. Um, uh, well, what Best Picture Oscar? Is that yes, what we're talking yes. about? Uh, oh, I think uh, I know that one. That would be The Exorcist. Correct. Right. Good job. Uh, what was it? Uh, I'm sorry. Michael Myers preferred this weapon to murder his victims, a butcher knife, an axe, or a 38 special? A butcher knife. Right. Go. Good old butcher knife. Nick, what was the very first DVD sent out on Netflix? The very first DVD? Yep, yep. I don't have any choices. I get to get choose from all movies all right, I'll ever made. You, I'll give you three choices, all right? Okay. Beetlejuice, <laughs> Batman, or Mr. Mom? Uh, okay. I'm going to say uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is correct. Right. Good job. It was the only horror movie of the three, for the record. <laughs> I know. I, I realized that problem, but I was trying to make a connection there with Michael Keaton, and it didn't work out. Uh, all right. What horror film caused some theaters to suggest a patrons prone to motion sickness sit in the aisle seats? Can you repeat that? What horror movie caused some theaters to suggest a patrons prone to motion sickness and seizures sit in the aisle seats? The Blair Witch Project? Yes, that is absolutely right. correct. Good job, man. Uh, Nick, this actor was nominated for three Oscars and made his feature film debut in the movie Space Camp. Okay, Space Camp. Leah Thompson. Uh, who else is in it? Uh, early eight. Uh, no, I'm going to say Dennis Quaid. It is not Dennis Quaid. Wrong. Joker star Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Right. Good job. Good question. Congratulations, man. You earned it. Tickets to People Mover and Aquabats are yours. You're also going to go check out the Free X Show with Wilson on Friday. You're going to have a good time. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set. Yay. Headlines are as follows. Not sure I buy it. Head on a swivel and nightmare fuel. Head on a swivel. Sounds like a really bad dream, but it was real life for one violinist. Stephen Morris forgot his 310-year-old antique violin on a train in London recently as he made his way to the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra in concert. He left it on the London train Tuesday night, and now there's a desperate public search for the instrument, which is worth over $300,000, dude. Damn. Morris has played on film scores, including some Lord of the Fly Rings movies and James Bond movies, and has played with various employees as well. He asked anybody who finds the instrument to please return it, and it's a devastating loss to his livelihood. The vintage violin was recently restored and was in a white case when it was left on the train. And it was made by renowned violin maker David Lataro in the 17th century, and it even bears its creator's name. I'm trying to figure out how he forgets it. He said that's the only thing he brought with him. He just walked off the train without it while he was on his way to the orchestra. Like, if you have anything that's worth $300,000, is that ever leaving your side? No. Are you, for, are you walking out and it's the only thing you're carrying? Are you leaving without it? No. I mean, that seems like a real big biff, man. Or you're super high. Something. Yeah. I mean, you were going to work. 
dude. Like I could see, I could see somebody being very uh, in- inebriated or under an influence of something doing okay. that. Sure. Uh, and then that's a whole other story altogether. But like, if you had, I don't know, like a, a ridiculously expensive set of headphones, and you carried them with you everywhere they went, and they were imperative to your job, as headphones kind of are for us. I mean, are you ever gonna like just make sure you have leave that case somewhere? I don't know, dude. Yeah, no. And if it goes missing, you blame Jason Drew. <laughs> that's, that's right. Hell, you do that with twenty-nine dollar headphones. Any headphones? Uh, not sure I buy it or nightmare fuel. <laughs> nightmare fuel. Well, this is the opposite of what you wanted to have happen when you rented Airbnb. A woman claimed she was renting a property in London and woke up in the middle of the night to find a swarm of insects terrorizing her family. The Airbnb cost her $500 per night. Jeez, high society. And she was staying there with her husband and four kids when the incident occurred. She said the family spent the remainder of the night in another room of the flat as her husband attempted to keep a bunch of wasps locked in the main bedroom. The family reported to be moved to a hotel the following day. But pets. Airbnb said we were disappointed to hear about this experience and a full refund has been given to the guest. And, of course, they want to make sure they take care of uh, complaints as they occur. But that would be awful. I didn't think wasps were supposed to come out at night, right? I mean, I don't know their lives. You're not a wasp expert? No. Despite Uh, all the uh, evidence contrary to it, I am not a wasp expert. Yeah, no, wasps are evil. I mean, they are just, they don't give a rip. They'll sting you as much as they want. They don't care. They're awful. And I can imagine if you were being terrorized by a swarm of them, it would be pretty rough. Do not like. And then paying $500 a night to be swarmed by them. That's no fun either. Sounds like some people, you know, they're horror situations. What? Oh, you mean Nightmare Fuel? Like, yeah, like, not, not, not Nightmare Fuel, but, you know, like Halloween time. They're like, I want to be like that one guy. You know, I want, I want to be tortured this way. Oh, God. Wrap it up with not sure I buy it. Lucky doesn't even begin to cover this one, but authorities in Vasula County say a surfer who jumped off of his surfboard, got minor cuts when he landed directly on top of a shark. Police say the 27-year-old surfer jumped off of his board on Sunday afternoon. The surfer was treated at the scene for minor cuts and was able to drive himself home after the incident. And I don't know, man. I don't I don't I don't think I'm going to buy it. I don't think you can, I mean, you know, you'd have to, it'd be pretty amazing if he jumped off his board and landed on a shark. And I'm not saying that he said that he, like, surfed on the shark or anything like that. Uh, What I am saying is, I'm not sure he jumped onto a shark. I mean, I don't know how you would even know that. Sounds like he jumped to the shark. Get it? (laughs) But he hurt himself in the process. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. Bad impressions. They're next on the X-Rock. 100.3 100.3 The X. And we've got tickets to our free X show brought to you by Corbin Ford. It is happening Friday at the Knitting Factory. Boy, looking forward to these guys coming into town. Wilson out of Detroit, Michigan. Uh, they have just an interesting brand, uh, a very high energy show that you're going to get to see for free. Uh, we have Silent Theory coming in from Spokane. We've got Brady uh, Movement and Basement opening up. So, hell of a show to put in front of you on a Friday night. We want you to be there. Just got to figure out bad impressions here to grab your tickets. 208-287-1003. Clues revolving around celebrities. That's the premise behind bad impressions. Figure out the celebrity you're going to a show. Good morning, The X. Morning. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Tim, how's it going, man? We're all right, Tim. Good luck to you. Here we go. Don't get to the chopper! No, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's all you need. Good job, man. 
Uh, I'm back. Hang on one second. I'm back. Uh, We'll get some information from you, hook you up for that show on Friday. I won't even ask you the other clues, but why is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the news? Boy, uh, why isn't he in the news? That that would be a more impressive list. Uh, First and foremost, uh, he, like a lot of uh, fellow Californians, um, got evacuated from his home uh, early in the morning uh, yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday, and uh, the evacuation zone there has has been crazy, and so he and... uh, uh, several other uh, celebrity types of uh, donating money and trying to help out the first responders and thanking all of them for all their hard work and trying to save their homes and John Cena donating $500,000. Of course, he's got a, a first responder movie pretty much coming out here in a couple weeks. So uh, it has uh, hit hard there in California for sure. We also have Arnold Schwarzenegger returning to the big screen in Terminator Dark Fate. We'll be doing a Morning After the Movies podcast uh, later tonight. Uh, no, no, we won't. Oh, I, you know, I keep thinking today's Thursday for some reason. You're doing it tomorrow. Just wishful thinking, getting to the weekend, <laughs> working for the weekend. There's your bad impression. Tomorrow we're doing it. We will uh, wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah, guys. That is Welcome Home here on 100.3, the X-Rocks. They're coming to town on December 12th. By the way, in about 10 minutes, they're going to start a Hell's Night sale over there at uh, at cttouring.com. It gives you an opportunity to pick up tickets for Hell Yeah and for Ministry. A limited amount of tickets for each of those shows for 25 bucks a pop while they last. So it's a special Halloween sale for some rock shows. So if you don't have your tickets yet to Ministry or Phil and Salmo or you don't have your tickets to Hell Yeah or Nonpoint yet, your opportunity to buy those in about 10 minutes are going to be pretty, pretty nice. So take advantage of that so we can go to those shows and have a very good time. Uh, again, it's at c2touring.com. You can buy those tickets. Uh, that's going to wrap up the show for today. Thank you very much for tuning in. We gave away $200 today as part of the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. Thanks to Ben for knowing Comedy Central shows. That was pretty awesome. Your next chance to win money is 12.30 and 4.30. Big J told you to pass on a horror movie today on Netflix. But uh, we're going to be busy come tomorrow, Wednesday. Big J will give you a uh, nerd alert on Thursday. We'll get you ready for Halloween, all sorts of other cool things. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, I got chili to cook, man. What? Uh, what's it going to be? Have Te- you decided? Yeah, Texas chili. But I mean, uh, the meat. You said you were going to do brisket, right? You still planning no, on that? No, no, I never said that. I thought you said that. No, I don't. I have no you, idea you said, what kind of chili. Told, you said to me like three times brisket. Now every time I've said no. Well, what is it going to be? It's regular, you know, meat, stewed meat. I mean. What does that mean? I mean, beef? Texas. Ground chuck? Texas chili is almost Beans? always with, uh, with, with cubed uh, stew meat. Okay. Which is uh, beef chuck. Okay. And then there'll be ground beef in it. Gotcha. So several different types of meat. Yes. Okay. There you go. That was easy. What else you put in there? Peppers. Okay. And then the rest is secret. I can't. How long does it take you to cook up the chili? 16 hours. And you told me that you don't think chili needs to sit for a while, right? Um, I mean, it gets better the longer it sits. Sure. But you decided to make it today instead yeah. of earlier? Well, you know, it doesn't have to. I mean, it's, if it sits two days, it's not going to be better than, you know, one night. At the end of the day, you don't really care. It's just going to your coworkers, right? I mean, it's not. Yeah, exactly. I'm, hopefully they all get sick. Yeah, I'm not eating any of the chili tomorrow. So, uh, happy luck in the kitchen today, sir. Hopefully you enjoy that. Thank you. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Uh, Team Mazda Subaru is a great place to start your next new or used car adventure. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X-Rock.